Jess. Hola. Hola. Nicole. Yo. Yo. And Mama K. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. All right, nice. Unique intros there. And tonight we are doing another host pick episode. It's the host pick episode for June. To remind people who have not heard one of these episodes before, usually we review a movie and we have criteria and we do ratings. It's a little more formal, but the host pick is a little more casual. One of the four hosts here picks something for the other three as those as well as themselves to watch. And it doesn't have to be a movie. It can be, well, it can be a documentary or a short series, uh, YouTube clips, TikToks, pretty much anything that's available for free or on a major streaming platform on the internet uh, you can pick from it as long as it's you know reasonable length and uh, so it is my turn this how many month, tiktoks can we fit into an hour and a half they have those like cringe compilations on youtube so i mean you could do one of those or uh, yeah you could my, just like put that in my back pocket you just collect like your <laughs> 10 favorite and we can you know review what we think is going on with these people and, you know, there's, there's a lot of ways to take this uh so yeah we've had movies we've had tv shows and i have chosen an anthology series for this episode it is available on netflix and it is called love death and robots it is an animated uh mini uh, series with uh 18 short episodes uh ranging from 6 to 17 minutes and it's anthology so each is a different story different characters even different animation styles these are all animated to some degree and uh they are yeah all unique only with the through line of either having to do with love or death or robots or combination of the three uh when i announced this last episode uh nicole or uh, jess and mama k did not did not had not heard of the series uh nicole i'm assuming other than me watching it in the background and saying how awesome i love it and uh you, you really don't have any other exposure prior to this otherwise no, I I knew uh, a couple coworkers a couple years ago um, talking about this that they that they liked it. So it, I guess it has been around longer than I thought, but I never saw any of them. It's just over a year old. It came out in March of last year. They have a second season on the way. It's created by Tim Miller and produced by David Fincher. Tim Miller, people will know from the Deadpool movies, the director of those. And uh, David Fincher, I mean, he, he does done lots of movies, lot of social network seven fight club we don't have to list them all lots of lots of big stuff you've heard of uh so if you have not seen love death and robots we are doing six episodes today uh these are the six we're doing so we are going to spoil all of them so if you have any interest go check out love death and robots on netflix these are the six episodes we will be doing today uh not necessarily in this order when the yogurt took over three robots beyond the aquila riff zima blue helping hand and fish night so those are the six we're doing. If you want to go check them out before we spoil them, go ahead and do so now. So we do not have a rating system on this on this version. And since we have three other of my co-hosts, uh, I have assigned two of these shorts each for them to talk about. The only little thing is I didn't tell them which ones I was assigning them. So they're just going to get it sprung on them right now. We are going to start with Helping Hand. And uh, Jess, oh, please thank talk to Jesus. me about... Please talk to me about Helping Hand. <clears throat> so I wrote a little summary about it. <laughs> oh, look at on that. On my I'm, iPad. I'm very glad you prepared for this. So. <laughs> I'm very prepared. Awesome. All right, this is how it goes. <laughs> Helping Hand. <laughs> Redhead in space. She got hit by a tool and got flustered. Her oxygen tank is compromised. She fell asleep and woke up and got confused. She took off her glove and started freaking out. Chucked the glove. Oxygen is critical. Cracked off her arm. It was gross. Ironic that she needs a hand. The end. Helping hand. Oh my god. <laughs> all right. Well, I. I, I all right. Um, is that what you were going for? I, I because the... I don't. Know, I wrote down three words for helping hand. Thank God I didn't get it. Well, that is a. I like the 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 style of this description. Yeah, I do uh, too. Did, what what overall feeling of Helping Hand just as a positive or negative? Things you liked and didn't like about it before I, t- I turn it over to our other two. Uh, this is probably the lower of the six. Um, probably maybe in the half or below the half. Not really okay. my favorite. I liked her accent. She was cool, uh, and the animation style was pretty cool too. 
So yeah, this is this is the most common animation style. It's the most like realistic looking. There's a couple other episodes in the series that do this, including one of the other ones we'll be doing later. Uh, but okay, what are your three notes on Helping Hand? Well, it's it it's three words. It's just two notes. It's the first note is Hula Girl because she's got a little Hula Girl in her spaceship, like the kind that you would put on your yep, on her, on on her your dashboard. Dash. Yep. Yeah, and so I like that a lot. I have one of those in my office. Um, and then I just have the word yikes with an exclamation point and underline twice <laughs> because she fucking rips off her arm. And <laughs> yes, in the beginning, she rips off it her arm. It was gross. Yeah, <laughs> it was like 127 <laughs> hours or whatever the movie is where the guy's arm gets stuck in oh, the crevasse yeah. <laughs> and he has mm. to saw it off with, I don't even know what because i didn't watch it this was probably easier to watch because it was less than 10 minutes long so that's good um <laughs> the advantage to all these if you don't like any of them well it'll be over soon yeah well i was worried about this one when it first started because it was space heavy um i realized we, well, we're like talking space. about robots but that doesn't always mean space but um <laughs> yeah i kind of imagined that it was um the space movie with the woman that's in space by herself that I really hate the Alfonso Corazon. Yeah. Movie. Um, but this was much faster and more satisfying, honestly. What'd you think, Nicole? Um, yeah, I agree. This was very short, sweet and to the point, which I like. And I, I knew these were, these were shorter type of deals here. I didn't know how short they were. So that the fact that mm-hmm. they keep most of their things compacted to 10 minutes or so is really a, a smart way to do it, in my opinion. This one is one of the better ones for me. Um, I just think that it's really a scary perspective to put your, yourself in. Thinking about being her and being out there by yourself. They even set it up saying, oh, the, these people are so cheap. You got to do this by yourself. And right. it's like, oh, well, shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> They mean it. <laughs> like you were there by yourself. And just this, the scary feeling of knowing that nobody will be around for an hour and her oxygen's compromised. I mean, that was really just eerie. Um, but the the animation style is is one of the better ones for me so um yeah i didn't mind it i find it i I, i'm sorry i'm sorry it was ironic that she got hit with like a piece of space junk and that's what caused her yeah Mm -hmm. just a little bolt from some other satellite or something that was up there orbiting so i like i like that part um i like yeah the the cinematography in this one is cool i mean it's weird to say because they're all animated but there are you know they they animate it like you would shoot something um so i i like the way this one is shot the realistic human animation styles are not my favorite in the series i one of the things i love about the series is the crazy unique ones which we actually aren't even doing all the the really crazy looking ones these are kind of more mild i picked six that i liked in general that i thought you guys would have a chance of liking at least a couple of them uh so i I, spoil my opinion i like all these uh this isn't like the in my top but uh, it's a good one um it's very simple some of our other ones have a more you know story more like meaning and like themes going on this is just much more of a a tense thriller yeah to the point like okay she's got to make a decision she looks down at her arm it's frozen well i might as well use it as a (laughs) propelling agent to get myself back (laughs) to a ship i love that yeah, her, she has her main one damaged, her backup system damaged, so she can't move. So, you know, you're flying a dead stick in space. You can't move unless you have something to propel you the other way. The glove doesn't work. And, yeah, obviously we conclude with the only other thing I can throw is my severed arm. So huh. there you go. Th- she's that, so smart. I like that she's smart. It is. It's a, I like it's she a simple. resourceful. It's a short, simple little thriller. So that's enough time on Helping yeah. Hand. We got five more, and some of these other ones have a lot yeah. more detail. Uh, so, Nicole... Why don't you tell us about when the yogurt took over? Oh boy, good. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> uh. So basically, what I'm what I'm gathering from this clip here, um, is that there's this political being of cultured yogurt <laughs> that. Mm-hmm in order to become successful needs to take over a part of some part of the world. And they just so happened to land in Ohio and they wanted to take over Ohio and the president (laughs) needed to give them permission in order to rule Ohio. And we see that the yogurt is doing a fine job of governing Ohio. Meanwhile, when, uh, excuse me, when the politics, Politicians of the rest of the United States, if we could just implement some of the people that we know today into those spots, um, sure. 
<laughs> are being asked to follow the same exact rules, of course, we know that they are not going to do that. And basically fuck up every other part of the country <laughs> except Ohio um, that thrives. And then they get too powerful and they go to outer space in little milk crates and that's it. Yogurt cups. <laughs> Yo- yeah, yogurt cups. Yogurt cups, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Jess, I'm very impressed with the way you prepared for this. And I, for your part, I mean, unless you have other things to say, could, you want to just read your notes? Because I kind of like that style. <laughs> you like my summary? I kind of like right. your summary. <clears throat> you guys like your summaries? I'm a fan. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When the yogurt yeah. took over. Sneaked the yogurt into her fridge. Yogurt wanted her to take her to her leader. It wants Ohio. Everyone laughed. Yogurt said it wants China, so they gave in. It eradicated national death in one year. The global economy collapsed, except for Ohio. Yogurt is president. Everything was chaotic, but ten years later, the world got better. Yogurt went to space. Beautiful. <laughs> if, if nothing else from this episode, I, I applaud the note take. This is a this is exactly what yeah. I wanted to happen. Thank you. I guys. really but, did my homework here. <laughs> this is excellent. I, I mean, I don't I don't know care if you hate every one of them or never want to see this again. I, a plus. This is great, great, uh, great work on your presentation. Well, okay, your, what are your thoughts on when the yogurt took over? I have more thoughts on the yogurt one. Uh, I have to say, helping hand was my last one, and yogurt was my first one, so I started off a little stronger than I did with uh oh in watching um yeah i gave everyone their own watch order just like netflix gave uh four different algorithms uh when they originally released the series i did the same thing for you guys so you guys all watched yeah did you how did you order it based off our personality or was it random Uh, it was a mix of that i was trying to put a couple that i thought you guys would like more towards the front of your own and kind of put a put a, a tough one for you guys to deal with kind of in the middle and then some you know, kind of whatever ones towards the back. I wanted you to start stronger, so we'll see if I clocked it right. I don't know if I did, but it wasn't an exact like okay. one through six. It was more of a general setup. But well, this is the one that I, I, when you told us which ones we were doing, that I was most excited about because I liked the title the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was a little miffed at the very beginning. You know, the yogurt's very cultured, and then she takes it home, like Jess said, and then they put granola in it, and then the granola spells stuff, and I'm like. Okay, why did why does the granola got not get props for this? Why is it the yogurt that they decide? I I get what cultured yogurt is. I understand. But it's, I mean, how I important? Like, I feel like the, because the people's the, voices don't matter. It's just the the big the big boy on top. The granola is like for the a granola. human, like a pen. Like it's just a communication device. Yeah. Okay. The granola's not alive. They saying, never established that. But whatever. Okay, that's fine. You can take that. Uh, you can take I'm just, that piece. I'm just saying. You know, it don't. It's the messenger, right? Sure. So, um, sure. Ohio. That's pretty funny. Um, I think it's for for a lot of reasons for me. Um, I don't know what this note says. Oh, I wrote anti-government. Ha ha. Because that's just <laughs> that's if I were the yogurt. I would be laughing so hard at the government too, because I'm not yogurt and I still do that. Um, <laughs> and then as it was ending and the yogurt cups were going up in the air and, you know, basically, you know, the yogurt can do fine. Just don't put any people. It's really not just government. It's just everybody, you know, people can't be trusted to do the right thing as we're learning. Right. So you just can't people, it's going to be, nature's going to win every time. And by nature, it's culture and yogurt culture. Um, and then I started thinking, what, this may have already happened and we just don't know. <laughs> I love the double so. meaning of the Ooh. word culture right here too. Like yeah. we're, we're using yeah. it as culture of nature. I didn't even think of that. So I really like that you brought that up. And then of course, the culture of how the United States is, you know, right now and how perhaps bringing in a different type of governing body, such as yogurt, could really change <laughs> the course of how things are going. So it's it's but also culturing it's yogurt also... is like for part of the fermentation process to create yeah. yogurt. Like it's it's got a lot of me- culture's got a lot of meanings. I like it that it's one of the first things we were we're told. What did you say, Jess? Oh, I said it's also funny that instead of this being about robots, it's about yogurt. 
Yeah, this one's like Love, Death, and Robots yeah. is more of a general umbrella of various sci-fi stories. Some are funny, some are scary, some are disturbing, some are you know it, it, it spans genre. Um, this is my favorite episode of the series. I love when really? the yogurt took over. Yes, yogurt took over. I has ranked a l- all these one through six of my favorite. This one's number three, so oh, I, okay. I did like it. It's in your top half. That's good. Um, yeah, we'll we'll give our. We don't have to go full rankings in the end. I don't know if everyone else did such diligent work as Jess, uh, my A student <laughs> over here. But uh, uh, <laughs> she just needed some homework to do. Uh, she, she nailed it. Um, yeah, she's been I, left to her own devices for way too long. I don't want to harp on each one too long because we, you know, we have four more to get to. But I love some of my favorite shots alone are in this one. I love the yogurt cups smashing the satellites at the end, showing they're you know passing through humanity. Um, I love when you know the when the politicians don't follow the rules and we see the dy- dystopia in America. The homeless guy has a ladle and he's stirring his soup trash can and he pulls the ladle up and it's a dead baby and then it cuts immediately as soon as the dead baby is shown to a happy baby bouncing in a lady's arms and in the great yogurt state of Ohio like there's just a lot of very good <laughs> visuals I love the, the the quick 10 second montage where the yogurt's taking over the White House and we get uh, we get the protests in the street and people killing themselves and it's intercut with just intensified pictures of yogurt with like fruit on top <laughs> it's 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 one of my favorite ones because it's really a six minute montage um, oh and also the oh, the yeah, final but- when the when the U.S. flag is brought down, the yogurt flag is brought up, and it's just a white flag, which is yogurt, but also the surrendering of power from mankind. Uh-huh. So there's a lot more I could I could really like. This is like thesis level work. I really love when the yogurt took over. I won't harp on it too much more though, because we got four, we got four more. Thank you for thank you guys for humoring me. We got four more uh, episodes to get to. Um, I'm okay. It is your turn. Why don't you tell us about three robots? No. No. <laughs> I ranked this as last. I mean, no. Oh, you ranked three yes. robots last, huh? Yeah, it has. Me too. I thought this would be a Mama Hulu- K one. No, no, you don't even know who she I like am. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that's true. Jess, I should have no, given suggestion to Nicole. This is a cat-heavy episode. Yeah, I was totally <laughs> I know, like, I'm not going to get this more. one. I don't even. I don't even have to pay attention because it's about cats, and so I'm like, well, mm. only partially. Um, anyway. I wrote, uh, um, okay, skeletons and cats take over. Um, so yeah, C minus. Sorry, that's about- not that's not up to snuff of some of our other students. That's uh- <laughs> <laughs> so the three the three robots are these three very different robots that are. Um, I don't know. They're taking like some sort of Smithsonian tour of of the world after it has ended and everybody is Mm -hmm. a skeleton um doing whatever things that they were doing when they died as and now they're skeletons doing that um but the three robots are so personified that i had a hard time taking them like seriously because if if humanity's gone and they were like slamming humanity the whole time they were walking around about how stupid they are for just wanting to sit and watch sports things that involve balls and and stuff like that and then there's even like a teabagging reference it's like holy cow mm-hmm. um <laughs> i i'm not sure this doesn't ring true to me this is this is kind of like this is too far tongue in cheek it's not funny uh the best part is when the cats take over i i do like that part that they they come they come upon this cat and they're not quite sure how to deal with it but they're you're supposed to uh, stroke its fur not fur they, they have all these strange words mm-hmm. um i also like that the female robot is seems to be the smartest but she's also the snarkiest and she's just taking pictures i'm like say terrible she's like also the characters. ugliest she's just like a triangle <laughs> yeah Jess is rating the looks of these three robots <laughs> <laughs> well i was too i was judging the little one looked like roly-poly oli version of life and the other one was like watching um i don't know I, like I ro- wesley I robot or whatever one from- i robot the will smith yeah one. but the the wesley snipes version of it so um <laughs> and then so at the end the cats take over all right <gasps> jess what are your cliff notes for uh for this one <clears throat> three robots bionicles are lost in broke down city with no humans <laughs> They find a basketball. <laughs> Try to figure out what humans did with the ball. Bounce the ball and they were bored. Went to a diner. Guessed what they did with a cheeseburger. Came across a cat. They pet the cat. They thought purring would activate an explosion. 
came across an Xbox, looked up teabag. Humans died by environmental disaster. Cat has thumbs. Cat talked and brought friends. Uh, this is the best thing of the show's ever done. I am very proud right now. This is fantastic. Um, Nicole, your thoughts on oh, wait, wait, This one's also my number two. I like this one. Oh, this... Oh, you like this one. You like the, the, the observations, the jokes? Yeah, no, this was fun to watch. Okay. Uh, well, uh, Nicole? I don't have much to say because I 100% agree with Mama K on this. I couldn't have said that better myself. I was so... <laughs> this last for you, too? ...underwhelmed with the three robots. They were <sighs> way too over the top with the sarcasm and the female robot just irritated me to no end the way that they used <laughs> that way that she just insulted everything and was so matter of fact yeah. about everything i did not find entertainment in that at all i think that the humor went way over my head because i just thought it was quite irritating um i also made a, a mention about how every person died with like the position that they were in like the very first scene is a guy who the skeleton with his hands on a steering wheel i'm like i don't think that that would happen um yeah, yeah maybe that reminded me of like halloween town or something it was weird <laughs> but um i totally agree with with you mama k on the vibe i got from this i was not pleased yeah. with how they tried to make it funny and it just really didn't come off as funny and the only thing that i liked was the cat because i thought he was really <laughs> cute <laughs> but also lost me at the end of well what are the cats doing how are they still eating i don't get it whatever maybe they killed all the people but there's not there can't be much left to eat i i, I know it's it, there's just a lot of <laughs> this whole thing is a sci-fi series you can't take it so so oh but meanwhile we can get people that look like people in the other one but we can't figure out why the cats are still alive okay that's fine that's fair I don't. I don't know. I don't think they're uh, consistent. We we yeah, just we just lost a war to yogurt. So you know, I'm, but, I'm yeah. Not there's, a lot, about there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff much. that's hard to believe in, in several of these. Yeah, like I said, I like all of these. This is not. Um, this is not like in my top three of the ones I picked for us. It's it's probably mm, it might be my least favorite. Uh, but keep in mind, I still like this one. There are twelve other ones we didn't do that. Uh, for the most part, are worse. I mean, there's some that are really, really just truly awful. Um, it's a mixed series, as as anthologies often are. But uh, I don't think I have much more to say on these ones. The jo I like the jokes; they landed with me for the most part. Uh, and you know, my favorite robot's the little dude, the little one who comes from the long line of baby monitors. So, really, uh, yeah, I'm surprised I'm the only one that liked it. I thought this one would be a favorite. I thought it would too. I thought this would be a favorite, uh, but mm -hmm. I'm yeah, I'm surprised uh, Nicole and Mama K are so so Luke on it. So we are. Yeah, this on is the like the bottom one by a lot for me. By so. a lot, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, you like the one where the Not woman me. rips her own arm off, and and yeah, that's okay. two steps above the three robots. So yeah, there's one in the middle of those two. We are on to, we're on the halfway point, we're on to number four. It's back to Jess, so can't wait to hear her cliff notes on Fish Night. Oh, <sighs> Fish Night was my favorite one. I loved Fish Night. Oh, nice. <laughs> I, could I could watch this one, like, I, I probably will watch this one again at some point. I am so surprised right. to hear these thoughts from Jess. <laughs> Nicole Fish is like, I, they're not going to like any of them. You say, wasted our time. I'm very I'm like, sorry to Brennan right now because just in, while we're in the middle here, I was very mean to him while we were on the couch because I said, nobody is going to like these. They're all going to think they're weird. I don't know why you're making us watch six of these. This is ridiculous. And now I'm eating my words yes. because I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I accept your apology, Nicole. Thank you for for saying that. I, I knew someone would like a couple of these. There, 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 there are a mixed bag. But um, yes, thank you, Nicole, for for your words. Uh, just take it away. <laughs> uh, okay, fish night. <clears throat> son and father's car died in the desert. Father blames son. Father makes a plan to walk to civilization by morning. Father apologized. Father said millions of years ago the desert was underwater. Sea creatures swim amongst them. It's very majestic. Boy got carried away <laughs> to swim in the sky. Boy got eaten by a shark. Jess, I have a question for you. Do you write <laughs> these things down as they're happening or do you reflect on it? 
Oh, I write them that as they're happening. I was like, I can't As they're remember. happening, yeah. This is when, first uh, person. When everything opens back right up, here. have you considered slam poetry? Because this is pretty much that. <laughs> I want to snap at the. I want to snap at the end of all of these. Uh, what, anything else you want to mention on on why you liked Fish Night so much, Jess? Uh, I don't know. It's just the colors and him jumping in the sky and swimming with the fishes. It was just so good. He did and swim with the fishes, painted really. so well. Yeah. yeah Ooh, double meaning. Nice. Yeah. All right, uh, Nicole, I'll go to you this time. Fish Night, what are your um, thoughts? I didn't like the beginning, and I don't like the way that the people are drawn um, or made. Mm. I, I That's not my favorite style of these so far. But I thought it was really beautiful, too, at the end with the fish and everything. I was a little confused why some of the fish would just float through them or be touchable. And then why didn't he just float out the ass of the shark? You know what I mean? Like, I didn't really get that. Hard yeah, how did the cats fun. take over but- <laughs> <laughs> you see my point i mean you just gotta, gotta yeah, go with it you can't pay too much into these i mean i they're fables these are like uh these are like shitty black mirror episodes oh wow <laughs> throwing wow. it down I, I, I would say they're better black mirror episodes wow like well mirror, you know so to each their right. own right interesting i don't like yeah. these as much because i said earlier i like the shortness now i'm, I'm kind of thinking are these too short where maybe i not these specific ones we watched just something with this sort of of idea do i want a little bit more just so i can have a a better feeling at the end of i know what happened or do i really want to be left on these cliffhangers not a cliffhanger gal so maybe that's why i feel this way about these but some of the logic of them doesn't line up with the rest of the story and it just makes it not as good yeah, maybe you don't like the short. You, you're better with a 50 minute things where it's yeah, shorter I, than a shorter than a movie, longer than yeah, a short. Yeah, I think so. I think so. This one doesn't give me enough time to latch on to whatever characters are involved, so I can actually care about what happened to them at the end. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, shorts are a lot more about you know the feeling, the little the quick little stories you can be given. But uh, yeah, I'm okay. I think it what has a thoughts? change than being invested. Sometimes you just want a little quickie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, true story. Want... Anyway, I'm okay. What were you saying? <laughs> Um, I think outside of Helping Hand which sort of wraps everything up nicely they're all a little you know you have to kind of first you have to suspend disbelief and then you have to just kind of make your own conclusions about what you think has happened or what you think they were trying to convey and I'm okay with that in in a short spurt because I don't want to live with that for an hour and a half if if every movie was like this I wouldn't watch movies because it's just too much for me Uh, Fish Night Okay, I loved Fish Night. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. (laughs) Yeah, because as they're driving through the desert, that was literally the beginning of this little short was every single family vacation that I went on as a child. (laughs) Uh, The car broke down every time that we never got to where we were supposed to be going. We never actually got on vacation. We always left for vacation, but we never got there. So I totally, (laughs) I totally grooved with these guys i don't think they were father and son i felt like they were colleagues um That's what i thought older too. salesman Maybe. younger yeah i think i think it's, it's I a paternal it... it's a paternal son relationship but i don't know if yeah they're i don't yeah. think they're biologically but i get what you mean no yeah because i don't know at the end if the guy would just be standing there looking at the sky like if his son just got ripped away from him i think it'd be more like huh I guess I need a new junior partner. Kind of thing. <laughs> um, He's like, so, well, I, my car still doesn't work. <laughs> right. And now I'm going to have to walk all by myself. This doesn't seem good. Um, I don't, I, this animation style was really intriguing to me because oh, I was like, how are they moving? Like so smoothly. They look so, mm-hmm. they look like gliding along. I loved it. I'm like, how did they make them do that? Yeah. It was um, so fluid. Yeah. And I think for most of them, I really, really liked the style and the different styles of, of I mean, some of them were, were more different than others, but um, this one was just really kind of intriguing to me. And I loved, like Jess, I loved the whole, all the colors, all, and, and the thought process. This guy just all of a sudden is like, you know, and he says, you can sell anybody anything if you believe in it. And he totally believed in it. And he just chucked his clothes off and uh, see ya. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I totally, I totally dig that, and I love the story. You know, I always think of things like that when I see canyons and stuff. That this, you know, water used to flow through this, and this used to look mm-hmm. totally different. And then I freak myself out by thinking those things, and I have to back <laughs> away from the edge. So uh, I enjoyed this one a lot. 
I really like this one as well, which is I, I almost didn't pick this one. This was the, this was the last one I picked, so I'm really oh, I'm glad, so I glad made you picks. did. I'm really yeah, glad too because I was on the fence on this, and I'm like, because this one out of all the six I picked, you know, I rank every, I rank everything myself, but I also look up lists online. I compile Shocking. lists into Excel Shocking. documents, so I have an Excel document that has every Black Mirror ep- or not Black Mirror, well, I have that one too, but every uh, Love, Death, and Robots episode ranked by you know twenty or thirty major publications, all the ones that came out when it did. This is the lowest out of the six I picked. This is often not a favorite, uh, mm, but I love yeah. it, and I'm glad you guys do too. Uh, this one is like a bunch of great stories combined you got like an old school it feels like almost a um a twilight zone setup where these two guys are in the desert it feels like old he even has a plymouth um and then you know he gets his little story the parrot the, the talking about the water and the and the, the creatures that used to live there and then the end it becomes basically the story of icarus the myth of the sun yeah. flying too close to this this the sun the sun flying too close to the sun um yeah mm. it's just a really and the animation of this one is probably my favorite of the ones we were doing tonight it's um I love it's like kind of like graphic novelish style, but it moves so fluidly. It's it's like something I've never seen, and a lot of I could say that a lot about the animation. If anything, Love, Death, and Robots. Some of the stories and and themes are inconsistent, but the animation is something to behold. Um, and this one exemplifies that with the sea creatures and whatnot. Um, I don't have much more to add. I think Fish Night's a great great one. And I'm glad you guys like it. Uh, sorry, Nicole, this is the series so far has not been for you, but uh, we press on because we have two more to get to. I'm very curious in these thoughts. Because the two I save for last, I said I create all these elaborate lists and rank everything and compile other people's rankings. The last two are very commonly considered the best. These are the favorites. Um, mm. uh, by by a lot, actually. These two are kind of head and shoulders ranked above a lot of the other ones. So we'll see if you guys share those sentiments or oh, not. But uh, nervous. I'm super I nervous. Would like, I would like Mama K. To describe to me the plot and the themes and the feelings and her thoughts on Beyond the Aquila Rift. Oh, thank Jesus. <laughs> oh, That's, thank God, oh my God. For me too. <laughs> yeah, 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 I, because I, picked, if you I picked, picked good people to pick these ones. I'm glad I'm glad you guys I'm good. Well, I'm three robots right. was three bob robots was a total miss, and I somehow Sorry. thought of the two that were left that you were gonna stick me on the other one and I was just gonna be like Okay, this is bad because that's my second worst. So, uh, beyond the Aquila Rift, I'm shocked right now by what you drift. like and don't like right now, honestly. But go ahead. I <laughs> loved Beyond the Aquila Rift. It yeah! was my favorite Woo! of all of them. Drift, whatever it's called. Um, yeah, I this looked like I was watching like when it first came out. I was like, this is like Call of Duty or something. The way that the characters are, they're like yeah. very, like I know these people. They're actual people, but they're clearly not real people um but i loved how the they told the story that hollywood would take and put into a two hour and 40 minute movie to tell and they told it Mm -hmm. they told it succinctly and without i mean i don't even there could have even been a little bit of fat in this but that's how that's how fat hollywood movies are is that there it's too much and this was (laughs) perfect and i know you can do that because you're in a world where you can make everything up. You don't you don't have to rely on any sort of reality. So, I understand that, but I loved the I loved the the theme. I love the the plot of of this little thing where there uh these three guys were in space and you know me, I'm I'm either space hated or love it. And um <laughs> they go to sleep and they think they're going to wake up in one spot and they wake up light years away thousands of light years away from where they started and there's no way for them to get back um and the main characters the this guy this pilot kind of guy and the place where they land he's there's a familiar person for him there greta and i wrote in big letters do not trust greta Um, (laughs) because greta is totally untrustworthy and she turned out to be this creepy ass yeah (laughs) but did she love monster (laughs) yeah but i kind of want to choose to believe that that reality wasn't the real reality either oh that's a very nice thought but that's definitely where he is right now i know it's a really nice (laughs) thought and that's the only way that i can live with this and say what i what a good story it was because otherwise it's like it's like hell on not on earth hell in space i guess hell in Um, spiderweb so he goes (laughs) 
through all these incarnations of, of what he thinks is happening and he's sleeping and dreaming and all of these things. And then we find out that Greta's this monster um, thing. Uh, this is something that you could really delve into. Two of these stories I think you could really delve into. This one and the one we haven't discussed yet. Um, that you can really delve into and talk a lot about uh, what, you know, your psyche portrays out, puts out there and what, how things... Um, influence it and i would write a whole paper on the freaking virgin mary situation they're little you know i i like those things the hula girl in helping hand was the best part and uh the floating virgin mary in this one also love that yeah really good all right jess give us your cliff notes on beyond, beyond the aquila rift so this one was i think this one in helping hands they kind of tied they were i i put some as four and helping hand was five but they were both like my second to least favorite ones. Um, this okay. one, Mama K did put it exactly. This was like a big movie just spliced into 15 minutes, and I appreciate that for it. Beyond the Aquila <laughs> Rift. Two men and a woman are on a futuristic ship. There was a system error. They're lost in space. Old romance blonde girl walks in. They drift light years <laughs> away. They put the woman. They put the woman in a coma. Blonde tries to seduce the man and brings up past memories. They hook up. Blonde girl explains she lied about the space path. They wake up woman from coma. Woman fights blonde girl. Blonde girl stabs her. Blonde girl is not Greta, revealed by her healed scar. Man is aggravated Mm -hmm. to find out who fake blonde girl is. Man wakes up like he was in Davy Jones' ship. Weird big pink spider thing attacks. Was it a dream? Question mark. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, slam poetry when this is all done. Get it. Get on Just that. Open the description this is- of this is like I'm, I can close my eyes and I can picture something, whatever I want to picture with it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to actually be what we saw. So Jess, this was on your bottom half. What did you like and not like about this one? Uh, I think I didn't like how much I had to pay attention to it. I think I liked not having to pay attention to Fish Night, and I completely understood it. Even this shorter I... stories would have been good. Because <laughs> this is the longest at, at a whopping 16 minutes. Um, so Exactly. There was just a lot of plot in this. So it was a lot of plot in a short amount of time is a lot to pay attention to. All right, Nicole, uh, I know you did not seem to enjoy this when I was sitting next to you. You did not want to discuss this. Uh, what, 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 um, what do you think of this one? Well, if I remember correctly, a couple months ago, I know that you were watching this, and I was in the kitchen, and I looked at it, and I said, oh, is that a cartoon? Yes. Oh, are they having sex? Yes. I said, okay, that's kind of weird. Then I watch it today, and I don't know what my problem is, but this cartoon robot sex is so completely offensive to me that <laughs> i cannot watch it it makes me Dude, ill this wasn't i don't know why sex. it like the boobs like it looks like real boobs and she was giving him a, a beach and i can't I, <laughs> that threw that made me nauseous like it threw me off for the rest of the movie i didn't even want to watch it i didn't care about these people i didn't care about if this guy was going to die because i was so sickened i don't know what the, my problem is with it you notice mama k barely mentioned it and just just said they hooked up and you're like the, the animated boobs I and i said i don't want to talk about this with your mom because i know she just watched this sex scene at this as i did and i don't feel comfortable so yeah this is one of her favorites <laughs> I'm not sure what this says about me. Well, I, mean, I just can't look past it. I don't know what it, I don't know. I'm so bothered by it. I really am. And I just I think it added no value to the story. I get that there's, they were past lovers or friends, whatever it may be. But I didn't need to watch the boobs bouncing around to get it. Like, I just it freaked me the fuck out. So it's actually, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's actually my biggest criticism of this episode is the three minute yeah. sex scene in the middle. If we cut that, we're down to twelve minutes, shorter for Jess to enjoy, and yep. uh, it's 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 trimming <laughs> what little fat there is. Like that would be said. incredible because the rest of it was probably incredible had I cared to, en- enough to put myself into it to watch it. You know what I mean? I was just so thrown off, and I just wasn't. It was it was not my cup of tea. I didn't pay I attention that much at the end. 
I don't, I don't mind realistic. St- I mean, when you're talking about something that's, you know, I mean, sex is part of real life and I, I don't mind realistic things. The part about this is that A, it did go on too long. And then B. It's too long is the problem. Yeah. It was it's too long. long. And, and then there's also the, you know, the part where she's just walking around later on in her underwear. With, right. yeah. When she's like, when she's like, we're millions of miles away. And her, and yeah. again, the call is just boob, staring her at boob the animated the boobs. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's almost like, you know, you have to have gratuitous boobs in real movies and you have to have them in cartoon films. I don't buy that. I mean, I don't, the sex thing's fine. Anything after that, you know. It's not Either everyone walks around naked, everyone walks around naked, or the chick puts a top on. I mean, that's how it's got to be. Yeah, it's not adding any value to me for the story because it is a very interesting story. You know, he's in, like, in the shell and they're all comatose and for him to end up this far away who who made the glitch why is everyone getting glitched to this area what is this spider's motive why is she the spider like does everybody that show up there have someone that they love before uh, yeah, masked, masked. Nicole left I with so, so many questions after she watches each each of these. Uh, yeah, Nicole can't watch shorts. She, I hate shorts. These. Leave with too many questions. <laughs> I and, hate but movies, so but movies much. are too long for you to pay attention to. So you, I that's don't why you like watch TV. You need forty minutes. That's <laughs> exactly. right. Exactly. I don't like the realism. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't like the realism and knowing it's a cartoon and those people looked like real people and they were banging and it was weird and I hated it, but... Oh, what did she? He poured the champagne on her. You were like, what the oh fuck? My you were, you were oh. so bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was inappropriate yeah. for me for the rest of it. I don't know. I, I don't know why I feel this way, but it's... I no, didn't no, I, I didn't care for that at all. I don't I don't think you're alone. I think that, you know, when women watch these kind of things, there's, there's more a tendency to feel that because that's not for us that's not we're not what that's that's not for the female watcher at I'm all put my hand up right now it's not really for me either i'm not like getting off on this over here it's just it's my least favorite part of the story i'm like let's get back to the story yeah i know but i'm just saying if it's not for the female watcher then it, it but it's for a man's gaze it's not for us if it was for us we would see Fair, everybody yeah. naked the whole time and if it was, i don't know if, that i want that if it was implied <laughs> that they were law lo- that they were lovers and they were rekindling that because he was there even though he's dreaming like if they if there was like they turn the lights off or something like we would get it i don't know what that's the, what i would want i would have wanted it was for the, having that in there yeah i agree I, I think we're all kind of on the same base here i think jess is lukewarm at it nicole doesn't like the sex scene and well, okay likes the episode and i like the episode and i think but i think we all agree the sex scene's the worst part right we, yeah, we agree on yeah. that like we can cut that detrimental yeah. it's a shame okay Detrimental. I mean, I no, I think it has value. But well, he's like, well, right. we don't want to cut too much now. <laughs> <laughs> I I think uh, so. The last thing I want to leave when I first saw this, the the, the monster at the end is horrifying. Um, and it's you know then I think then Not if you think really. of the sex scene, like yes, it is. Yeah. It's, oh, it is. Oh, it's beyond that. It's, I didn't it even look at that because I was pissed. Oh, I'm with Mom. Okay, <laughs> it starts walking and it's kind of whisper, whisper talking. Hello, Tom. Yeah, it looks like and another looks set like a of woman. boobs. Yeah, and then it becomes a spider evil creature. I, I don't know. I, I think the ending of this is exceptionally effective. And um, yeah, yeah, the only, the only caveat for me is the sex scene. So, uh, any, any other thoughts on this one before we move to our final? Get it no. off. Then let's talk about Zima Blue. Nicole, you're the only one left who hasn't yeah. done a second. So talk about Zima Blue. We watched this one last. I don't know what Brennan's thoughts were on my, us watching this last, but at this point, I was so fed up with all of these. I'm like, there's no <laughs> possible way that I'm going to like this one. And I happen to like this one the most. <laughs> um, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> okay. And the reason is this one is, is so different to me than the other ones in the sense that they are not trying to make it outlandish. I'm not having to put myself in this other world per se. I'm, I'm here watching this person create art that other people are, are looking at and it's reflecting on today's culture of Banksy and things that we see as outrageous art pieces today that are just world renowned and, them Mm -hmm. putting that into this little short you know is really interesting and you know we we see this girl she must be like a journalist or something finally getting the chance to meet up with this guy who everyone thinks was a normal human being that put on this poly armor and created this like shield around himself so he could become like immortal in a sense and now he can do all this crazy stuff like 
shoot up to outer space to paint a, a mural. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we find out that he was actually a pool cleaner robot that has been added onto and added onto and added onto and turned into a person. So the opposite of what people had thought. Um, so I thought that that story was really interesting. I love the idea of the, the, where the blue comes from for him. You know, it's really tells a story about people sticking to their roots and finding that one thing in their childhood or the first memory they have, or the first thing that really, that they really remember that brings joy and that brings instant like memories of things. Uh, So I really liked that thought. I also liked the fact of him being this like robot person he started as a pool cleaner robot and mm-hmm. has just been added on to, added on to, added on to. And it really drives home the idea of beauty is in the eye of the beholder of this because the first person that made him, he, she loved him as a pool cleaner. And then the next person loved him as a dishwasher. The next person loved him as a gardener. And we finally get to himself saying, okay, I don't want to be anything that I don't love. I loved the first thing that I was, which is a pool cleaner and his big stunt at the end, just like Banksy's stunt with the shredding of the portrait. He shreds himself (laughs) into a bunch of little pieces and back to what he loved to do. So I thought this was wholesome. The robot shit didn't bother me in this. There's no creepy sex. There's just (laughs) good (laughs) values that I really appreciated in this one. It's interesting you do the Banksy because I have a whole other thing on this one because this is like the most conceptual. This is the most um, like think about like what is it actually saying? Maybe this and when the yogurt took over, but like this one's the least based on like a tangible real life story and more of a exploration. But Jess, what are your cliff notes for Zima Blue? Wow. So Zima Blue was my least favorite one and it was the first one I had to watch. I think wow. I need to watch oh, it again sorry. because I didn't make any of the connections that Nicole made. I think I was just confused. Maybe I was distracted, so I will try it again with my undivided attention. But <clears throat> Zima I would appreciate that. That's very nice. Woman surprised to meet Zima Blue. She was peculiar about the shape and color. The guy she met had metal, open parenthesis, instead of plastic, close parenthesis, surgery. There was a woman who Uh. liked engineering pools. Her work eventually became him. He went in the water and broke. His search for truth is finished at last. Open parenthesis, whatever that means. Close parenthesis. (laughs) So do you have any... It sounds like you were just kind of confused with this one. Do you have any thoughts on the meanings or not really? No, I don't really think I made any connections. Um, And this was my least favorite animation style. I was surprised with... All six of these, I really liked all the animation. I'm usually the big stickler on them, except for this one. This is the one mm-hmm. where I was like, I can do without it. I don't know. It was too obscure for me, and I just I didn't make any of the connections. I, I want to watch it again, so I'm able to do it. The animation looks like Powerpuff Girls. It, it did kind of. Huh. It's very yeah angular and like kind of blocky, and I, I, yeah, I mean. Uh, I'm sorry I put this one first, and I'm glad you still like the other ones better after this one. So, um, All right, well, Mama K, round us out. What do you think of Zima Blue? So I'll start with the animation style since we were there with that. Uh, this is also my least favorite animation style of these six. And I think it's just, really? it, it, but it's the most comic-y of all of them, um, in my opinion. So I don't know whether I was just sort of, and I did watch this next to last. So I think I was sort of in the uh, realism vein of of things by that point. Um, I was intrigued by this one because when it started, it, it had a lot of promise when she's going there and then she's talking about the color blue. And I have a particular affinity with the color blue and certain shades of, of the color blue. And it's very important in my world to have the right shade of blue and and. <laughs> people call things purple and green and things like that and boys don't see colors right so um i think that i was really looking forward to this but this was too this was too theoretical for me this was i had to think way too hard about this i was i was up and into it until i think this the end swimming pool part when you know basically you strip away everything that you're not which i get that but um, I didn't think that he started off as a pool cleaner. I thought he started off as a dude and and then just interesting loved his pool cleaner that knew about the pool cleaner 
and became the pool cleaner. So do you think so you that the think robots he- are are symbolism for people? Like that they were actually what? a person and they're just making the story for us as them as robots. But you think there was actually like a person that cleaned pools and a person that cle- cut shrubs and person that was no. an artist? Ooh, I never thought of that, but you're stirring my senses. I like, I like yeah. that theory. No, that's not, what I, that's not what I thought. I thought he was just more... You know, his, I wish I was his, a clue. I wish I was a pool cleaning robot. That's what he. Well, because up then, if it was, if that was the case, and he and and that's they thought that, that they were people at the end, essentially, he's committing suicide if he killed himself in the pool, and that's why everyone was shocked and oh my god because it's a stunt for yeah. his art. I like this interpretation. It's not mine, but I do. Well, like I th- I think that's true too, though. I think what you're saying, Nicole, that I think that's valid. He's stripping away everything that he's not, including being a person, and by doing that he's no longer a person it's like um a lot of these things were very reminiscent of like different x-files episodes for me because there's you know you're talking about shorter pieces um yeah of that but this is this is there's a few that i think of that are like this and i yeah i just i don't know i i liked him as a pool cleaner i liked the tiles i really really liked the tiles (laughs) i thought those were fun um And and then I like the end where he stripped himself away and he was nothing other than that. I, I thought you were going to give this to me because I have a degree in art history and you were going to expect something different <laughs> from me. So I'm really... I originally was going to, but after Nicole's God. repulsion of Beyond the Aquila Rift, I made a last. Well, you even knew audio. that too. I'm just saying you watched it before and I showed my disgust with it, and then you forced me to watch it again. <laughs> I didn't think you would get to the point where you were like getting ready to shut the show down because you didn't want to talk about animated characters Anarchy. having sex with my mom. <laughs> anyway, um, any, any other thoughts on that? Okay. No, I just uh, no, no, no like other it. thoughts about that. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. my favorite. I got you. Um, so first time I saw this one, I cried. Oh, um, no. I... <laughs> come on, we weren't going to end without any major eye rolling. Uh, I I love Zima Blue. This is this is only second to be uh, the the yogurt one for me because I just love the simplicity and and efficiency of the yogurt one. But um, this one has the biggest ideas, biggest questions. I love Nicole's little interpretation of maybe the robots a symbolism of he was a human pool cleaner and he worked up to other human you know like labor jobs and eventually became an artist and and I, I love the journey to get there where he you know, he's just he's a human dissatisfied with his work and then we get the big murals then we get the little blue things and then what do you do you make the blue bigger then what do you do you make the mural Almost bigger. Then what do you do? You go to the fucking stars and you make the spray sky painting. blue or the water blue, as yeah, you said in the beginning. Yeah, the the water. Yeah, which which resembles it more? He's spray painting asteroids at one point. He's we see him walking in lava. Like he's literally gone to he's 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 made himself out of being a man and back into a machine. There's just a lot of like he's gone as far as you can go. And I'm surprised. I'm, I, I I know just didn't pick up on much symbolism in this but i took at the ending as one of jess's favorite sayings ignorance is bliss because <laughs> after because after literally exploring the cosmos becoming this crazy painter who's lived all these lives it's all these different types of robots what he wants most his truth is to just be right. a simple pool cleaner he just wants to scrub he wants the simple uh, joy of a task well done or however he phrases it at the end um and that makes yeah, me tear but- up at the end I really no, like that no, he's no, gone no, he's gone all this way. Hold on. Oh, he's gone all this way. And in the end, all he really wanted was the simple pleasure he had at the very beginning. Uh, his search for truth was just to re- realize that he liked his job in the beginning. And that's that's all his purpose needed to be was all I need to do is clean this pool. And, and I don't need more than that. This is what will make me happy. I like okay, it. but he says that from perspective of having done all this other stuff and having fame and fortune and then, then saying, I want to be a pool cleaner. People who are pool cleaners don't want to be pool cleaners. I think he likes so. the simplicity of it. Yeah, yeah but it's like, but a, ra- it's like comes- a rags to riches story, but with robots. And and, a- and then he becomes, you know, he, he yeah, rises then- through every, he goes from being a, a household appliance to being like, a world famous renowned space traveling artist. Like he goes from like the lowliest regular job you could have. And with the lowest cognitive function you could have to the highest level of being that they know. And in the end he chooses the simplest thing because that's what made him happy. I know, but that's like everybody posting about like Lady Gaga going and working at Starbucks for an hour. She can do that because she doesn't have to live on a Starbucks wage. This dude doesn't have to live on a pool cleaners wage. Well, when he was a pool cleaner, they just put him in the garage when he was done. He wasn't a person. He was a robot. 
No, they gave her away because the because the owner died. Yeah, and then they turned him into like a hedge trimmer, and then he became or, or uh, a, a vacuum cleaner and a, and a chef. Like he slowly became more uh, humanish. He was like, molding to what the people who were hiring him wanted him to do. Yes, but he was also learning along the way and eventually regained his independence. And that's kind of how we start the whole thing is where he's independent as, as a human. Um, yeah, there's a lot I'm of... I'm too uh, cynical a... for Zima Blue. I'm too cynical. I think that might be <laughs> Sorry. it. Um, all right, well, that's it's interesting what we liked and didn't like. I, I judged this completely wrong in almost a good way. <laughs> uh, so we're at the end of the series. I'll give my... I want to give... Uh, one to six or six to one ranking i'll go first since this is my pick um these six are not exactly my favorites although my top four are in here uh but my least favorite that we actually ended up doing was three robots uh i still think it's a good installment and i really just picked it because i thought more people would like it but i'm upset that i'm glad you liked it jess but i know everyone (laughs) else was a little uh not super into that one uh helping hand was next um I, I like the simplicity and the destruction of the story. Uh, I guess in hindsight, no one really loved this one, so I could have replaced this with another one. Of the, there are other good stories in here. I just tried to, you know, I did my best. Uh, number four for me is uh, uh, Beyond the Aquila Rift. Um, the top four for me are kind of solid. I think they're all incredible. Uh, and other than the gratuitous sex scene, which we already talked about, I think this is a super solid episode. Uh, number three for me is Fish Night. Um it's just beautiful. It's and it's got a lot of different styles mashed up in there. Zima Blue is number two, drawing the tears as well as the most thought. But I love the simplicity and uh, crazy efficiency <laughs> of when the yogurt took over. That is my number one. Jess, six to one. What do you got? Six to one. All right. Zima Blue, no surprise. Very last. Um, I kind of tied five and four with Beyond the Aquila Drift and Helping Hands, but I did put Helping Hands five, Beyond the Aquila Drift four. When the yogurt took over mm. three, three robots, two, and my favorite, which I will definitely watch again, Fish Night number one. Mom, okay. Uh, three robots, dead last, six. Um, Zima <laughs> Blue, five, because I'm cynical. Uh, Helping Hand was four, too simple. Uh, when the yogurt took over was three, good. I would watch one, two, and three again. Uh, number two is Fish Night. And even though it was traumatic for me to revisit all the broken cars, and number one is <laughs> um, the sex movie. <laughs> Beyond the Killer Riff, number one. That's right. We all have different number ones so far. Uh, Nicole, what is your six to one? Um, number six, I'm going to put a Killer Riff because I hated that. <laughs> yep. Um, fair. <laughs> number five, I'll say three robots. Number four, I will put the fish one. Number mm-hmm. three, I would probably say uh, Helping Hands. Number two mm-hmm. would be The Yogurt. And number one would be Zima Blue. All right, look at that. We all had different top number ones. That's interesting. I, uh, I, I, I'm I, happy with that. Um, so as a whole, I mean, I recommend... There's 12 other episodes. I recommend probably like three or four of those. There are... You know, I picked good ones. I didn't pick the shitty... Like, there... You thought the ones that you have last right now are bad. There are some very bad episodes of this series. It's a very inconsistent. So I tried to pick out the good stuff. Uh, overall, of the six, though, that we, we did, uh, do you do you recommend these? Um, Jess? I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, I'm going to say it's a short watch. It makes you think. And the animation style is really creative. So you have that little artisticness to it. Um, there, It's something different. It's um, nothing you have to get attached to, like a movie, or really feel the characters. It's kind of they're here, then they're gone. And it's just something you think about throughout your day afterwards. So I think I think it's fun. It's a good idea. And I'm glad the series exists. Okay. I agree with Jess for all those reasons. I like that they're I like that they're short, but they also, you know, like I said, I think I would revisit a couple of these and I didn't have that thought pattern at all going into this little exercise. Yeah, you guys thought I was out to get you. I told you I was I was just trying to try something new. Nicole? <laughs> No, just out to get me. <laughs> I uh, I was just out to get Nicole. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm gonna say no. Success. I think that these are shitty ripoff Black Mirror episodes without the aha moments. 
And I recommend the series as a whole, knowing full well you're going to go in and there will be stinkers. But the six of these, I like all of these. For listeners who want a few others that I really like, uh, Sunny's Edge is a very good episode. Uh, the Witness is probably the most stylistically interesting, but there are way too many uh, cartoon boobs for Nicole to handle, so we will not do that <laughs> one. Um, and uh, there's a couple more like realistic-looking ones that are okay. Uh, ones to avoid. Alternate Histories. Do not watch that one. Uh, and do horrible. not watch... Yeah, Nicole. That's the only one Nicole saw, and that is that is truly terrible. Do not watch that one. And uh, the dump is consistently in the bottom, so eh, it's a fitting name. But uh, as a whole, <laughs> I think there's more good than bad in the series. I think it offers a lot of unique animation styles. I love anthologies, not just because they you know they're short stories, they're inconsistent, but they have things to say. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of value to come from little short stories, and uh, you don't have to think about all the whys and whatnots. You can just kind of engulf yourself in the the world you're given. So, I'm glad everyone, except for kind of Nicole, although she she kind of came around on Zima Blue at the end, so that's nice. I'm glad everyone had had something positive that came out of this. Um, so. That's the end of my host pick. Thank you guys for being on. Uh, before we go, if you want to recommend anything to us, we're still taking recommends because the theaters are closed still. So, Films with Women in My Life on Facebook. You can reach out to me on Instagram. I am Brennan underscore pod host. Mama K is at Films Women Pod on Twitter. That's our Twitter. And you can email the show, filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Thank you guys. Yeah, thank You're you. You're welcome. Okay. She's, nice. she's like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, this is Brandon signing off. Thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.